The following commentary does not necessarily reflect the views of the staff and management of WBCA or Boston Neighborhood Network. If you would like to express another opinion, you can address your comments to Boston Neighborhood Network, 3025 Washington Street, Boston, Massachusetts, 02119. To arrange a time for your own commentary, you can call WBCA at 617-708-3241, or you can email radio at bnntv.org. Good evening, Boston. I'm back. I'm your host, Larry Higginbottom. You're listening to WBCA 102.9 FM. Maybe our little hour chat is observation from the trenches. That's right. Observation from the trenches. But speak about things that I'm seeing out here where we definitely need to make some changes. Again, this program is aired towards the Black American, Black American community, or ADOS as I identify as, American Center of Slavery. Again, I'm not against no group. I got no extra grind. I'm not, not, not disparaging any group. Not against no group. But in my humble, humble opinion, no group needs more attention or no group needs an advocate or folks to advocate for them more than American-born blacks. And the reason being, research says and economists says that black Americans now virtually are, are permanent underclass, got no wealth. And they are projecting by 2053, 30 years from now, the group as a whole will be wealthless. Not worthless, but wealthless. And you see that there in every city you go to, you see all this here, just uh, booming construction, right? Well, my group, American Born Black, don't have the wealth to build those different projects, developments. And we know why. Locked out by white racism, that's true. That was government sanctioned, that's true. All this true. But again, at some point, one must start to act oneself. What am I doing to compound this reality? Am I adding to my misery index? And today I want to talk about your image matters. Your image matters. And the reason why I want to do that, if you look at on TikTok or these platforms on Facebook, what you see, many in my group, ADOs, American Blacks, when you, look, when you look at what the women are doing, the men are doing, a lot of our teenagers are doing, right? It's like the essence of pride, shame, humility, even being embarrassed, has left the psyche. There's nothing that they won't do or say and have the nerve and audacity to put it on TikTok or a platform for the world to see. And I... Sometimes I say to myself that I'm glad I was born in 1953. And the reason being because I was nurtured and mentored and also guided by folks who was born in 1900, 1910, 1920, 1930, 1940. And one thing I must give our ancestors, our elders, despite, despite the despicable, deplorable treatment that we we're subjected to in America during that time. Those humble people had what? Class. They had standards. 
They refuse, all right, they refuse to live up to the impression that the white community has falsely accused them of being by validating those poor habits. And you look at those imagery of them dressing, you know, in Harlem uh, and other cities, Chicago. Look how well they dress, both men and women. Look how well they dress. Because they had a sense of racial pride. You might call them race men and women. They might want to also look up the definition of being a race man. And it speaks about one who has pride in one's race, namely the Negro race, and you're there to do whatever is going to make that race better. That includes your image. And I contend that we've, since, since King has been murdered, we have lost a sense that appearances, your image matters. What you project into the atmosphere, into the public sphere matters. It really does matter. When I look at a lot of our people since the invention of, 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 of uh, you know, this platform called Facebook, you know, TikTok, look at how our beautiful women, look at how they, how they project themselves. Look at our men. Look at how they project themselves. Either want to be, you know, hooligans, thugs, or gangsters. Look at most of them. And when I contrast that from which we came from, all I can say, what happened to the people? What happened to us? And the reason why I want to focus, I focus on my group for this hour, because when I think about where we came from, right, no group has given America more than we. Nobody's been the most loyal than us. No, no group has given the most than us and got back nothing. Fought in every war, got back nothing. Lord and devoted, got back nothing. Despite all the terrible treatment, we still carried ourselves with class and dignity. Despite all the negative, you know, cartoons, negative images on TV, in the real sphere, you know, black Hollywood, look how them folks dressed and conducted themselves. Just look at them. Our music, despite the despicable, deplorable condition we was, we, was, we was going through at that time, right? It spoke about love, right? You can make it. Unity, togetherness. It doesn't speak about self-harm, self-annihilation, self-insult, or denigrating or degrading ourselves. And the artists knew how terrible times were. They knew that they could only perform on certain circuits. They call it the Chitlin Circuit. They knew that. You might see a few out there in mainstream Hollywood, but for the most part, it's that butlers or dancers or being, you know, a buffoon, something like that. But in real life, they carried themselves with pride. Because why? They represented the Negro race. They were all ambassadors of disproving the lies and deception of who and what we were. And now we are so-called free, so-called emancipated, 
And look how so many denigrate themselves, degrade themselves on social media. Our women say, don't objectify me. I'm not a sex symbol. Don't sexualize me. But look at, it, at the TikTok. They might as well be naked. They come out and say, well, if you can't, you know, if you're not making six figures or 200000 300000 right, you can't get this here. Think about that. You can't get this here. In my humble opinion, where I come from, that's a form of, that's a form of prostitution. I mean, if I can't pay your bills, right, do your nails, get your hair done, you know, take care of your children that you might have by somebody else, then I cannot be intimate with you. Where I come from, how I was raised, that's a form of prostitution. And I'm here to say to my group, ADOS, American-born blacks, your image matters. What you project out into the atmosphere matters. It matters. When you look at what we are projecting, who could take it seriously? Think about it. Most of the image that some of our males are projecting kind of takes fear, violence, quick to anger. You know, you might get beat down or murdered or whatever. Most of our women, you look at them on TikTok, these platforms, it's all centralized, sexualized. It's the only thing you want to do with them, sleep with them. Not build nothing with them. Not grow. Not create a legacy or an, an, an inheritance. But it's all sexual. All sexual. And the really ironic thing for me, being out here in the trenches, providing wraparound services or mental health services to people in their home, looking to know families and their kids, etc., you know our kids, they know verbatim the words to their favorite rap star artist, be it male or female. They can quote it verbatim, these songs. And they got some pretty runchy words to them too. But they don't know the timetables. Many could not tell you what nine times seven is. And by the way, if you listen, it's, it's 63. Many of them, right, have no idea but the content they're reading, they can't retain what they're studying because the focus in many homes and amongst their peers is not on being studious or academic, but trying to be an entertainer. It's like we have been sold, sold this virus called entertainment the last 30, 40 years. And too often, many of our young folks in our homes know more about these so-called entertainers in their life, who they're sleeping with, what they're doing, where they're going. And this I want to put out in the atmosphere all to hear about our, about our entertainers, all of them. Not disparaging nobody, not against none of them, nothing of the sort. But they're just entertainers. They make no laws or no policies. They can't change nothing to us because they make no laws. Michael Jackson, before he uh, died, think about the height of his popularity. Couldn't pass not one law for us. Denzel Washington, couldn't, not, not, not one law he can pass. 
LL Cool J, Beyonce, you know, Mariah Carey, you name them, cannot pass not one law that would elevate or help Ados or Mega Moore and Blacks. None of them. Not disparaging none of them. Not against none, not against none of them. But we need to put it in perspective. These individuals chose entertainment as a way of getting out of the ghetto, getting out of the hood, getting out of poverty. And the only thing, the only thing that you and I need to know about this story, the only thing that you and I need to know about their story, 95, 95% of those people, right, started like you and me, broke, poor. No wealth and no inheritance. So why they they also go out and create their story, you got to go out and create your story. You got to create your own story and not be so in tune or wrapped up into their story. Many of our folks might know more about them, what they're doing, how they're doing it, who they're doing it with, as though you're getting paid, as though you're living through their success, as though they're paying your mortgage, your rent, putting a chicken in your pot. That's nothing for you. It does nothing for you, does nothing for me. Like them, you must create your own story. Like I had to create my own story. I started out there, you know, 30 years ago, making about 30, about 27, 25 grand a year for the city. When she was born, my daughter was born in 1991, April 11th. I took a good look at myself and said, Larry, you got to make some changes if you want to have a better life for your, for, your, for, your, for your daughter and your wife. You got to create your own story. You got to create your own story. You have to go back and upgrade your skills. You must be highly skilled out here to create the kind of life you want for your wife and your daughter. I had to create my own story. Just like Denzel had to create his own story, LL, Cool J, all right, Jay-Z, 50 Cent, you know, Mary J. Blige. You got to create your own story, neighbor. But we have become, you know, stars, Starstruck in the last 30, 40 years. And look at them. Look at them. They don't set the compass on morality or standards or good behavior or excellence. They're great actors, give them credit. Great singers, give them credit. Great athletes, they can hit that ball, kick that ball, run that ball. Give them credit for that. But they're just entertainers. Because once the show is over, right, your life doesn't change. Your life does not change. Because why? You and I must be about creating our own story, our own narrative, our own reality. And you can't live that vicariously through them. But we've been sold a bad bit of good the last 30, 40 years, what I call celebrity-itis. Celebrity-itis. We know more about them we know about ourselves. So my dialogue today is about your image matters. Your image matters, neighbor. What you project matters. You have folks watching you, your children, your nephews, your nieces. They're watching you. How do you carry yourself? How do you conduct yourself? How do you handle stress? How do you handle disappointment? how you handle success. They're watching you. As someone who's, who has created a successful practice here in Boston, you know, meant to have the Osiris group, 
we now have about 25 folks that we contract with. And by another five, they're about to support us, you know, our office support team, about 30 people getting paid from uh, these contracts. But these folks watch how I conduct and carry myself. When you come of age, if you come maturity, your life is not your own. There's folks watching you. There's folks who always want to emulate you. I had many, many young men and women. To Larry, I want to meet with you. I want to know how can I how how can I create my own practice? How can I start my own mental health clinic? If I carried myself in an unfavorable light, if I carried myself in an unfavorable light, why would they want to emulate me? They wouldn't. Because my image matters. And when folks say, well, I don't care what folks think about me. Well, I once said that too. But I changed my mind that decades ago. What folks think about me matters. Now, it does not mean I'm going to change my belief system. But I want you to know where I stand. What I stand for. I want you to know there's some things I'm not going to do. Absolute. So yes, what folks think about me does matter. Here are my principles. Here are my beliefs. Here are my standards. Some you might not can get with. That's okay, but you know where I stand. And many of our people today, you look at them on TikTok and Facebook, are they, you know, speaking about or showing you a standard, what they stand for? What they stand for? Are they showing you the absolute position on things? No. My, in my humble opinion, you know, you, you got our young men in their prime. I don't want to be a gangster or a thug or a bad boy. And what does it do? It doesn't no good. They don't benefit from it. The community don't benefit from it. It's a lose-lose all the way around. And while we start to embrace and elevate that nonsense, starting with NWA, is beyond me. It's done nothing for black men, done nothing for black males. And most of these young men come out of home headed by single females, it's done nothing for the females. Because you chose their daddy. Don't forget, you chose him. Of all your pursuers, suitors, you chose him. And in many cases, Many of our women will have more than one child, but it's the same guy that now you want to say ain't worth much, ain't going nowhere, ain't doing nothing, but he's your choice. You chose him out of all your suitors. You chose him. And you got to live with that choice. We all have the right to choose. We all do. But you also have the right to accept the consequences with your choice. You have the right to choose. True. But you also have the right to accept the consequences, the consequences of your choices. And for many of our females, you know, you have made some bad choices. Because why? You did not try to find out. Hey, what's your future? Where are you going? Where are you staying? Who are you living with? You know, are you working? And if so, are you looking for a better career, better job? What's your plans? What's your plans on disciplining kids? How you deal with anger? What's your, what's your idea on parenting? 
So these questions that are pertinent, this dialogue never takes place because we have forgotten the image matters. We have, eject, we have put on the atmosphere that we got no class, we got no standards because somewhere along the line, somebody told us that, you know, to each his own. Do what you want to do. Do what you want to do. What you want to do is what you want to do. Tolerance. And the people who is the bottom cast as American blacks or Adolf is in America, we can't afford not to have standards. We cannot afford not to have a spirit of elevation because our kids are watching what we do. I do not want my daughter to be ashamed of me as her father. I do not want to be ashamed to say, that's my dad. That's my dad. Oh, oh, that's my dad. Oh, he's doing 15 years. That's my dad. He got murdered. That's my dad. You know, he had the slinging dope. That's my dad. He up there, you know, living off women. That's my dad. He can't keep a job. I don't want to say that about me. I don't know how a man can give it a woman who is just showing herself on Facebook. And for all intents and purposes, you might as well be nude. You're showing your beautiful body, and you're beautiful. You get no qualms from anybody. You are there beautiful. They're drop-dead gorgeous. Yes, they are. But my God, your sons are watching. Oh, oh that's my mom on TikTok. Look at her. She's twerking. She's whining. Really? That's your mom? Oh, that's your sister. She's twerking. She's whining. Or she's saying all her sexual exploit, letting folks know what she do, how she do, how she like it. Are you kidding me? Your image matters. Is there any wonder that most men, when they see this he right, objectify you as just an object? But you swear, don't do that to me. You're doing it to yourself. But putting yourself out there, letting everybody know your personal business in detail. It's like you want the world to know who you're doing it, how you're doing it, who, whatever, the whole nine yards. When think about the folks who helped nurture me, who was born in 1910, 1920, 1930, 1940. They probably doing some stuff, but you didn't know that. They probably doing their dirt, but you didn't know that. When they stepped out there in the world, all right, they put forth their best effort to represent our race. To let folks know, despite what you've been told, despite the cartoons, despite what you've been told around the kitchen table, white folks, that's not us. That's not who we are. Look how women carry themselves. How they dressed, elegant, refined, beautiful. Look at them. Get a chance. Look at our folks during the 40s and 50s, 20s and 30s. Look how they dress. They had far, far less than us today. But look how they carried themselves with pride, self esteem, that they was worthy and deserving to be treated 
as kings and queens. That term, we, we, we're, kings, we're kings and queens. Are you kidding me? We dishonor the term kings and queens. Look what the group is doing. Look what many of the group is doing. Kings and queens. Ha, huh, please. It's like we're peasants. It's like we have fallen to the gutter. And many don't know how to get out the gutter. Their behavior is less than desirable. And we have elevated these people on the pedestal when, in fact, they do nothing for the group. They do nothing for the group at all. Your image matters. And I'm here to say that we as a community need to do some self-inspection about who we elevate as so-called stars amongst us. How you carry yourself matters. How you carry yourself matters. Because our folks who was born in the teens, 10s, and 20s, and 30s, and 40s in America, they knew they represented the Negro race. And they was out to put forth their best foot to bring pride to the group. Not shame and embarrassment, not humiliation. They was out to disprove to this country that we was not less than. And today, like folks take pride in proving that they got no class. They got no culture. It's doing their thing. Doing their thing. And the establishment, the white establishment, they will pay you to dinner with yourself, to degrade yourself. They'll pay you. They'll pay you well. But you, better, but, you, but, you, but you better know your place, though. Know your place. If you try to say the same thing that disparages their group, degrade their group, denigrate their group, you'll lose your contract, lose your endorsement, and you'll be called less than names. They call you names. Because why? You're not stepping on their turf. You're not trying to embarrass and humiliate them. They ain't going for that. But you can but you can degrade yourself now. You can you can degrade black American. You can degrade black American women. Yes you can. Yes you yeah no no problem. We a lab and we'll pay you very well to do that. You know you want to be a rapper? Talk about all things sexual no problem. Because we know what? You're talking about your group. And yes, white kids might buy more rap than anybody else. But guess what? They know you're talking about yourself. Not them. That's not their world. When you try to ever bring into lyrics that denigrate the Jewish, Caucasian, gays, Asians, anybody, they shut you down. Because image matters. Everybody seems to understand it, but our entertainers, our so-called celebrities, it's now it's, tr it's trickled down to Joe Regular, Mrs. Regular, to the kids. And so again, how can the people ever expect to rise and be elevated when you deliberately denigrate, degrade yourself, objectify yourself, and you get mad when folks treat you as such? It's time for a self-inspection because our image that we're projecting is downright deplorable 
and disgusting. When you contrast that to where we come from, where we came from, those born in the 1910s, 20s, 30s, and 40s, look at how them folks carried themselves. And they was met with nothing but hostility and disgust and disdain towards white America. So they met, that's what they were treated with. But we were determined that they was going to prove to the world that's not us. Because why? There's race, men, and women. They knew their job was to put their best foot forward to advance the cause of us. And did they do it good? They did, they did, it, they did it darn good. Look at them. Get a chance. You can go to YouTube. Look at folks. I did Harlem. You know, Chicago. They stepped out at night. Look how they look how they were dressing. When they went to church on Sunday, look how they and the kids were dressing. Just look at them. And you ask yourself, what the heck happened to us in the 21st century? What happened to us? Given all the liberty and freedom we got, what has happened to black Americans? I'll tell you what happened. When you lose sight of who you are and what you are, when you lose sight of what you're fighting for, you will accept anything. And for many of our people, they have lost their way. They have lost their way. That's why many, you know, ain't lying, going to live what I call a ho-hum, marginal life. They're not disciplined. They have no goals for the most part. They have no plan for success. They thought they're winging it. Anyway, I'm your host, I'm your host Larry Higginbottom. You listen to WBC 102.9. Again, WBC 102.9. Name this hour, long chat. It's called Observation from the Trenches. That's right, Observation from the Trenches. Thinking about what I see. And again, I'm going to take a break. I'll be back. Hope you enjoy this conversation. And again, I'm not here to offend anybody. But I speak to my group that I belong to, Ados of American Born Blacks, because nobody needs an advocate more so than us. Because many in our group have just gone the wrong way and they're taking their kids with them. So again, I'll be back in a minute. Please stay tuned. Uh-oh, Brad's buzzed. Oh yeah? Yeah, he's starting with the woots. <laughs> And now a speech. I just want to say that friendship is about heart. Heart and brain. Who's with me? Good thing is, he knows when he's buzzed. And my brain is saying, when it's time to go home, somebody call me a ride. Love that guy. Me too. Know your buzzed warning signs? Call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. It's time for today's STEM tip. Okay, you know recycling is important. No one wants plastic in the ocean. Here's a cool way to repurpose a plastic bottle. Build an awesome terrarium. Cut a large plastic bottle in half and fill the base with sand, pebbles, potting soil, and your favorite plant. I chose an African violet. Put the top of the bottle over your base and place it in the sun. Your plant will grow sealed in its own ecosystem. Fun, right? Learn more at She Can Stem. A message from the Ad Council. 
If you are struggling to afford internet service for your household, there is a new government program that may be able to help. It's called the Affordable Connectivity Program, and it provides up to a $30 monthly discount to qualifying households. Find more information about the program, including if you qualify and how to enroll at FCC.gov ACP or call toll free at 877-384-2575. That's 877-384-2575. I'm back, neighbor. Again, I'm your host, Larry, Larry Higginbottom. Name of the show is called Observation from the Trenches. Observation from the Trenches. Just talking about what I'm seeing out here. The last two decades in folks' homes, providing wraparound services with mental health to families. And you're listening to WBCA 102.9. Again, WBCA 102.9 FM in Boston. And my topic today is your image matters. Your image matters. Your image matters. What we what we project out here matters, neighbor. It really does. And the reason why I want you to think about it, our community, Ados, American born black, we now are a permanent underclass in a country that we, black Americans or Ados, built into the wealthiest, wealthiest country in the world. We know because of racial laws is why we got locked up when America was up and coming. Well, she's fully developed now. She's a fully developed nation now. And no one takes serious people who do the things that we are projecting on TikTok and these social media platforms. So when you are underclass, you cannot afford not to be taken seriously or to be about business that's going to uplift the group. And I contend that many of us in our community have no group pride, no group cohesion, no group unity, because our ancestors who showed us that I and you stand on, the reason why we're still here, because they endured Jim Crow. They endured, endured redlining. They endured those things. They fought for us to be treated differently. And so when I look on TikTok and Facebook, how we are deliberately and intentionally degrading and humiliating ourselves, who would take that group seriously? Who would take you seriously? Look at what we're doing to ourselves. When you contrast that of folks who came in the 1910s, 20s, 30s, and 40s, look how they dress. Look how they conducted themselves. You, you see these old videos of them, old, uh, new, these old clips. Look how they conducted themselves. It's not to prove to everybody, the whole world, despite what the white community has said about us, thought about us, how they treat us, we got class and dignity. We got class and dignity. Look how they dress Look at the old clips when they're going to church. Walking down Harlem, Chicago. Look how those black folks dress. Look how they dress. And look at us today. How we just take pride in just denigrating ourselves, degrading ourselves. I'm just putting it out there now. It's for the world to see. 
And is there any wonder why our kids are not competitive with other groups when it comes to academics? Is there any wonder? Is there any wonder why our kids are just not competitive when it comes to being studious or being prepared for a better life as adults? Is there any wonder that our kids are just not competitive? Look at the image that we are projecting. And keep in mind now, these children come out of somebody's home. Well, you see those folks on TikTok, the women and the men, the videos, they are somebody's mom and daddy. They are somebody's mommy and daddy. I would hate for my mother to be on TikTok whining and grinding as I've seen some of my women do today. I, you know, it, you know it, just, it, just, it was just shame me. It's embarrassing me. It's, it's humiliating. It's degrading. See, if my mother was doing what these women are doing, they're prime. And keep in mind, they look beautiful. They look gorgeous. They look drop dead gorgeous. You get no complaint from me about that. But really? That's the best we can do? The best you can do? Is sexualize yourself? Display yourself? That's the best that we can do? That you can do? I'd be totally humiliated if my daughter did that. Totally humiliated if her father. Is that, is that what I raise? Is that what I raise? I sometimes ask myself, the parents of these young these men, these, these, these are grown folks, these are grown people now. Not just teenagers, these are grown men and women in their 30s or whatever. I sometimes, I sometimes ask myself, their parents, do they have any idea what the kids that they raised and fed, clothed and housed, what they're projecting on these, on these platforms? Do parents have any idea what their kids are doing? Because to me, that reflects parenting. Somewhere, something went wrong. I mean, Cardi B's mom and daddy. I mean, she's beautiful. No, I mean, I mean, I, you know, I won't dispute that, but gangster rap. Just some gangster stuff. Listen to, listen to the lyrics. Just, just showing and talk about your sexual exploit. What you going to do? How you going to do it? I sometimes wonder, what do these folks' parents be saying? Or because the money's flowing in, keep it, just, just keep it rolling, keep it rolling. The money's flowing in. Well, I'm here to say, all money ain't good money. All money is not good money. If I have to lose my dignity, my self-respect, lose respect to my children and my community members, all money ain't good money. And I contend that many in our community have just sold themselves, just sold themselves for a dollar. And we have elevated, have elevated them to, to position they never should have been put on that platform. Never. Because who would take them seriously? When President Biden, who's running for office, went there and wanted to uh, interview Cardi B talking politics, are you kidding me? Is that, is that the best we can get? Is that the best spokesperson we can get? Is Cardi B? Are you, are you kidding me? Is that the best articulate, well-informed person to speak on our behalf? 
boy Jay-Z. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Come on now. They're entertainers. They're here to entertain. They're not astute when it comes to politics or the data or the research that supports, you know, this endeavor or, or, or that material. They're not well-versed or well-read in material. But it's an insult to the group. Because our image doesn't matter. We have in the last 30 years put out into the atmosphere an image of buffoonery. There's buffoonery. And serious, articulate people, adults, black Americans, are shunned for what? for buffoonery. There's foolish people. And our kids are watching. You see our children on, on, on Facebook. You see them. You see them. 30, 40, you know, you on the gang sign, all tattooed all up. Good God Almighty. Tattooed all up, head to toe, waving their guns, flashing their, their all the cash. Well, will anybody take that image seriously? What it is doing, what it's doing, right, is reinforcing, right, the false belief that all black men are what? Dangerous. Predators. To be feared. To be murdered. To be held in captivity. That's all they're doing. It's feeding a stereotype that hurts the image of black men. Now contrast that to those black men who, the 20s, 30s, and 40s, contrast that to them. How they was dressed. How they conducted themselves. They had racial pride. Group pride. Look at us today in the so-called modern age. Just look, just, look, just look what you see out there. What do you see out there? Folks, being foolish. And they all have children. They all, or most of them have children. And so I contend, as the one out here in the trenches, working with families, you know, seeing how they are faring. It's not working for us. Now, this year, buffoonery is working for the group. It's doing nothing for individuals. It's doing nothing for the group. And I will say again, entertainers or celebrities are not leaders, not disparaging them, not against them, no, no actually ground against them. They didn't come to be leaders. They chose entertainment as a way of getting out of poverty, the ghetto, or the hood. Simple as that. And we, our community, spend too much time in these folks' business. Spend too much time. Who won this award, that award? It does nothing for the group. It does nothing for you. It does nothing for me. It won't put a chicken in my pot. It won't allow you to pay your mortgage or your rent or have your child go to school of your choice or move to a community of your choice. It won't do none of those things for you. 
None of those things. You know? Our kids, just I can speak from experience, they know the stats of the favorite basketball player, football player, more so than they, more so than they, than they know their own homework. They know these folks who they want to emulate and be like, they know their history, their story, but they know their homework. Because in these homes, many of my parents have failed to understand the ultimate, ultimate task to prepare their kids to be able to take care of themselves on their terms. That requires being prepared to acquire high-income skills that's going to allow you to live very well as you mature into adulthood. Another thing I see I did too, most group, be they some, be they some, some, Adel's family, family, black American families. Some Asians, some Asian families, you know, Africans, Caribbean, folks from India. They have conceded entertainment to us. Their kids going to be the chemists, the, phys- the physicists. They're going to be the engineer, the architect. They're going to be, right, those professionals that are going to pay them one or two or three, six figures once they complete the education. So they will concede entertainment to you, to your kid. Go ahead, entertain us. So I, we're going to make sure in our house, our kids are studious, all right? Now, they may play sports, that's true, but they don't see sports or singing or dancing as a way, as a career move. They have conceded to us, Adels, American born blacks, Spanish, yeah, yeah, y'all, yeah, yeah, y'all can have that. We're going to make sure in our household, our kids have been prepped to be the next, you know, aerospace engineer, okay, electronic engineer, IT, you know, plumbers, electrician, masonry. So we're going to concede entertainment to you, Adels, American born blacks. We're going we're gonna, to we're concede it to you, in your group. Because we know if our kids stay on course, we're going to keep them on course, that when they get become adults, they'll be highly skilled. They can come out there in the marketplace and, and demand one or two six figures because why their skills are in demand. On the other hand, we know, based on the, on, on our statistics, that 99.9% of you will never, ever, ever, ever make a dime entertaining nobody. So you can pursue, you can pursue to be, you know, Cardi B. Now a new group called, I guess the name is called Gorilla. Yeah, go ahead for it. Go for it. You want to do be Lil Wayne? Go for it. You know, you want to be uh, Steph Curry? Steph Curry? Go for it. We're gonna concede that to you. We're gonna make sure our kids are being cultivated, groomed, and socialized to be the next aerospace engineer, or the physician, or the dentist. Okay, because we know when they come out of school, grad school, highly educated, highly skilled, they can demand one or two or three, six figures, and in time they can start their own practice and be very comfortable in the country that you built. Yeah, you built it. And to, to the wealthiest country in the world and got nothing. Because why you understand, your image matters. Your image matters. 
and you are projecting an unhealthy spirit out here with your image. You know, did nobody take you seriously or your group seriously? Why? Look what you're doing to yourself. So sometimes we got to hey, do some self-inspection to say, hey, wait a minute, time out, time out, time out. We're going the wrong way. We're going the wrong, we're going the wrong way. And our kids have bought into this nonsense. So again, I mean to say to all who, who hear my voice, your image matters, brother, sister. Your image matters. My image matters. What folks think about me matters. I want you to know. Here's what I take serious. Here's the things what I call just absolute I'm not going to do. I want you to know where I stand. You may not agree with you may not agree with me or accept some of the things that I stand for, but you know where I stand. Because your image matters. What you project onto the world matters. Cause why? That's how folks will treat you. If you put on the dress of a man, lipstick as a man, come on now. Folks they don't take you seriously. Come on now. You up there projecting that you know you're a gangster. You're a thug or hooligan. You don't take care of your, your responsibilities. You leave your children, your, your woman uncovered. Nobody's nobody going to take you seriously. If you, keep, if you keep having kids by these men with no commitment for marriage, nobody's going to take you seriously. If you're up there on TikTok, use platform, you know, whining, grinding, vibrating, etc. You look good now. You look good. Yes, you do. Nobody's going to take you seriously. They might, want, they might want to have sex with you, but they don't want to bear with you. They want to grow with you, create with you. Unlikely. And so we must understand as a people, it's time for us to get back to how we were during the teens, the 20s, 30s, 40s, and 50s, where we really projected an image of what politeness, togetherness. We did not degrade ourselves, denigrate ourselves, humiliate ourselves, embarrass ourselves. Because why the white community was going to do it for us, they was going to do it for us. So we didn't have to add to that, to that, to that, to that legend. And many have forgotten that. I'm always going to. I always realize I represent black men. I'm going to put my best foot forward when it comes to representing black men. Yes, I am. I'm not going to be some buffoon or some idiot out there, all right, trying to live up to this nonsense I see out here in the atmosphere currently. I represent black men, and I know there's folks watching me because why they say, Larry, I see you. I want, I want to do what you're doing. How do I build my own practice? What must I do? Because folks are watching. Our kids are watching. Our young women are watching. I got you right now. Young, young women who also want to pursue their own practice. That's why they're watching what I'm doing. They respect what I'm doing. They respect how I carry myself. How you carry yourself, how you carry yourself, neighbor matters. It matters how you carry yourself. If you come across as a fool, a fool, a, you know, baboon, whatever, well, they're going to treat you as such. You come across as a person, right, who's well-endowed, serious-minded, Who's about it? They're going to treat you as such. 
And I contend it's time for us to stop acting and behaving like fools. Too many are acting like fools. Because the white community is going to be the white community. So I ain't worried about them. They're going to do what they're going to do. But am I aiding and abetting my own demise? Am I aiding and abetting my own setback, my own challenges? Am I being the best I can be? Am I being the best I can be at all times? Are you hurting yourself? And your image says a lot about you. Your image says a lot about you. Before you open your mouth, your image is talking. It's already talking about who you are, what you stand for, where you're going. It's already talking. Anyways, we come to the close of this here segment. I'm going to get them on every Wednesday from 6 to 7 o'clock. Just speaking from what? Observation from the trenches, baby. So I'll talk about what I see, what I see, what I see out here. And so can you be listening to WBC 102.9 FM? Again, you listen to WBC 102.9 FM. I'm your host, Larry Higginbottom. Hope you're tuning in every Wednesday at 6, 6 p.m. And just having a conversation. I'm not here to, uh, you know, degrade anybody. Not here to offend anybody. I'm just putting out the atmosphere for you to think about. For you to just think about it. Because from what I'm seeing out here in the church, it ain't working. For the vast majority of our people, it's just not working. For our kids, it ain't working. And so your image matters. It speaks before you even open your mouth. Your image speaks for you. And if you don't get that much, well, you know, it's a a sad day. And so, again, I'll be here uh, next Wednesday, Lord willing, you know, uh, just to speak about what I see. Again, I got no extra grind because nobody, I'm not against any group. I just think that my group, American, American born blacks or Ados, as I identify, American, American descendants of slavery, we are bottom cats. We now are permanent underclass. And if we don't understand, nobody's coming to save us. No one's coming to make life better for us. Nobody. So it's imperative, right, that you understand that. And so until next time, you know, God bless you and be safe. The preceding commentary does not reflect the views of the staff and management of WBCA or the Boston Neighborhood Network. If you would like to express another opinion, you can address your comments to the Boston Neighborhood Network at 3025 Washington Street, Boston, Mass., 02119, attention WBCALP 102.9 FM. If you would like to arrange a time for your own commentary, Call WBCA at 617-708-3241 or email us at radio at bnntv.org.